Testing, testing. I think this is working out better than expected. Hello everyone, I'm Pedro Graterol and this is the second episode of Notes, a podcast about culture, arts, music, politics and other things. And here's the second episode. According to Stadista, currently the number of people that use smartphones is forecast to increase to 2.5 billion in 2019. Smartphones are truly changing the way in which we engage with each other and with our communities. Therefore, something that I really like to see is how these new forms of communication, such as social media, merge with the existing institutions around the world. I'm a musician, a violist to be precise, so it wouldn't be surprising that I like to read about any changes in technology that bring changes to the world of arts and culture. Today, I wanted to highlight an app that has been released in France to connect people with the arts. The British newspaper, The Guardian, recently profiled the app, describing it like Tinder, but for the arts. The app, called Pass Culture, which is sponsored by the French Ministry of Culture, seeks to connect people to the arts by showing them local offerings in their areas. The app is currently in a limited release in specific parts of France, but it's expected to have a widespread release next spring. In addition, to all young people that turn 18, the French government will provide a bonus of 500 euros of culture credit so that they can pay for concert tickets and things of that nature. The app is quite expensive. According to The Guardian, it will cost around 430 million euro per year, although 80% of its funding comes from the private sector. While this app seems to be a good attempt to engage the younger generations with the arts, there are indeed critics and counter-arguments. For instance, and according to Artnet, Jack Lang, the former Minister of Culture in France, argued in an interview on the radio station France Inter that the app would foster a rather consumerist view of culture. Furthermore, he also mentioned that a similar initiative that took place in Italy under the administration of Matteo Renzi backfired, as a black market for cultural products emerged as people started to sell their accounts on social media. Another argument that has emerged with the development of this app deals with which of the existing goods should be sponsored as cultural goods. Artnet states that classic literature and video games are included, but also raised the question about bullfighting since it's illegal in some parts of France. This made me think a lot about the nature of culture and what should we consider as cultural goods that should be sponsored by governments. So I would like to end this episode with a question. If you had to make a list of that, about the cultural goods that should be sponsored, which goods would you include and which ones would you exclude? This question leads us to the end of today's episode. Links to the sources in the description. This podcast was made with the platform Anchor. So, see you next time. Bye and have a nice day.